Welcome to the Rachel Kujup Show. I'm Rachel Kujup and my mission is to help you build a business that supports your multi-passionate lifestyle, create content with confidence and clarity, and launch profitable signature services and products. It is possible to blend who you are with what you do and gain financial freedom while still making a positive contribution to the world. I have helped over 3,000 people across my workshops and programs become respected and successful leaders and creators in their community. I know you have big dreams for your business and life. So are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. Welcome to the Rachel Gujup Show. Today, I want to share five things that are frustrating me about online business right now and what I'm doing about it. I am denied about sharing this episode with you because no one benefits from a negative Nancy. So I promise this isn't a whinge fest. However, I do think there is value in sharing, talking and discussing the not so warm and fuzzy things that have been coming up for me so that if you feel the same way, you know that you're not alone. And so you can see how I lean into these frustrations and use them as a guide to where I should be focusing my time, energy and creativity. Something I've accepted recently is that I can't continue to sit back and expect others to lead the changes I want to see in the online business space. I believe that if something keeps coming up for you, for example, I keep being triggered by the rags to riches stories being used to sell programs and I'll talk about that more in a minute, that you have been given an opportunity to change the narrative. And as always, it's your choice if you choose to pursue it. I don't want to keep you hanging. So let's dive into the five things that are frustrating me about the online business space right now. Number one, four and against business advice. When I hear business owners telling their community that they shouldn't offer sales calls or the only way to grow your income is to stop supporting clients one-on-one, I take a deep breath and I remind myself that many of us have been taught that the only way to become known in our space and establish our expertise is to make bold and controversial claims, which PS is not true. Some creators are even going so far as creating rage bait so that they can use the engagement to boost the reach of their profile because platforms like Instagram and YouTube don't normally distinguish between positive and negative engagement. Advice like this is generic, outdated and doesn't add value to the conversation. For every business owner who doesn't offer sales calls, there'll be the one who does and their reasons are going to be different. So don't listen to for and against advice unless the business owner explains why they have made this decision or taken this approach. Context in this case is everything. That's why I'm going to continue providing context where relevant in all of my communications and why I never ever and won't ever tell my clients that they should or shouldn't be doing something because That's not even my job. Number two, social media platforms prioritizing video first content. Now, the educator in me is particularly concerned with 
the changes we're seeing on Instagram because not everyone learns best from watching an eight-second video. Many people still need to read something to take it in, which is why captions are so important. I also work with many neurodiverse business owners who have shared with me that the loud music and flashing text is causing them to feel overstimulated and is contributing to sensory overwhelm. So they don't even want to engage with the platforms. As a creator, I now feel the pressure more than ever to put myself, my face and my body and my voice front and center in my marketing. And I know for many others, they're feeling this pressure too. Now I can't change the social media landscape. I wish I had that power, but I can be aware of the challenges and my privileges and find new and innovative ways to create content. Over the coming weeks, I'll be trying some speaking to camera content on Instagram and sharing more content on my email so my community can continue to engage with my content in the written form. So stay tuned for this one. Number three, unethical rags to riches sales tactics. As someone who has experienced homelessness, has worked for one of the largest banks in Australia, written about financial literacy and has jumped two income brackets in a generation. As a side note, an OECD report in 2018 stated that it normally takes four generations in Australia to go from being poor to meeting an average wage. Because of these reasons, I feel I am uniquely placed to speak to the rags to riches story trope. Using the rags to riches trope in your marketing is unethical. And I stand firm on this. I'm disgusted recently about how many business owners again have started sharing stories of how they brought their second beachfront property thanks to the decision to spend their single last $1 on a coach 12 months prior, calling BS on this story. Or how they had no money to their name but believed in their business idea so much that they maxed out their credit card and now have a multi six figure business. Now, some of us are low risk and high risk takers. I respect that. But again, I'm going to call BS on this story. Many defend their actions by saying they aren't telling their clients to do the same. But my answer to this then is why share this aspect of your story if it isn't relevant, which it shouldn't be. It's the same as influencers who share what they eat in a day videos and start the video with a picture of their flat abs. No, they aren't directly recommending people follow their diet to have abs, but they are implying it. And I'm going to say that's exactly the same thing. Now, I can't control what people share on the internet, but I can add to this narrative. So that's what I'm going to do. I've shared my story before on numerous media platforms and in publications. And I'm even pitching to business podcasts so I can speak on this topic. So if you'd like me to speak on your pod, send me a DM on Instagram. I've talked about bro marketing on this show so many times and I'll leave the links to some of the episodes in the show notes. I'd really encourage you to go and listen to them because the more we understand why these tactics are unethical and make us feel gross, the more influence we will have over our buying behavior. These tactics are being used because they get the sale. But if we stop buying, these business owners will finally need to take a look at their unethical sales practices. 
Number four, performative leadership and business. What is performative leadership? I define it as when a business owner says the right thing and acts the right way to build the know, like and trust factor, but actually has no intention of taking action or changing their behavior. We're seeing this a lot in the diversity, equity, inclusion space where celebrity business owners have no intention of being true allies. For example, saying it's important to pay your employees a living wage, but continue to outsource all work to business owners in the Philippines and pay them five US dollars an hour for their time so they can continue to profit from others' expertise and time. Another way I'm seeing performative business is through manufactured authenticity, where business owners are selling programs from the bathtub or on a tropical beach, sipping cocktails, how lovely. And this is meant to make them relatable when in fact they're constructing an image of themselves that isn't real, like I mentioned in the point above. To be honest, I'm not even sure the business owners who are being performative realize what they're doing. I think in most cases they are emulating others in the hope of having the same success. If you've been following me for a while, you know I speak to what it means to be a modern expert a lot. And this isn't going to change. Not sorry at all. I'm also going to start speaking more to how you can avoid the performative business trap and define what authentic leadership means to you. And finally, number five, vague AF messaging. Quantum leaps, 5D desire, high ticket, next level. I could go on. What the fudge do these words even mean? Have I been guilty of using vague messaging and buzzwords? Uh, Yeah. Using industry-specific words and messaging is totally normal. And many of us do it instinctively as a way to demonstrate that we are a member of a group and establish a sense of belonging. However, I do feel the online business space is starting to take it a little too far. Like I literally laugh out loud when I see some of these terms being used in a sentence. Interestingly, when buzzwords pop up in my client's copy, I ask them to define the word for me and 50% of the time they can't and realize they're using it simply because everyone else is. Jargon can create a disconnect between you and your clients. So for many businesses, this is having the opposite desired effect. It's also really terrible for branding and sales. That's why I'm supporting my clients to prioritize clear messaging over clever copy and trying my damn hardest to ditch industry jargon, even if it means I'm not seen as one of the cool kids. So which of these five things are frustrating you and what are you doing about it? Send me a DM on Instagram at Rachel underscore Kujup and let me know. And before I wrap up this episode, I want to let you know that I have two one-on-one coaching spots left for the month of May. Currently, my coaching program is three months long, but after May, it will be a six-month program due to the amazing feedback I have received from my clients. So if you know you want my support, guidance and accountability over the next three months as you continue to build your profitable business, head to rachelkushup.com.au forward slash coaching to book in a call with me. I'll also leave a link in the show notes. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found what I've shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday.